Good morning, everybody. It's a privilege to be here in from South Africa as Trisha's sister, but I'd like to point out I'm not standing here as Trisha's sister. I was standing on the platform as my husband, and I am now standing here as Trisha's father, who was invited to do this reading but has had a problem with his eyes this week, so he's asked me to stand in. So rather than flip through Proverbs at rapid speed, turning over pages, uh, Tim has helpfully put together this sheet if you'd like to read Um, along with me. We're looking at the theme of wisdom or wealth with a selection of verses from Proverbs. Wisdom says, choose my instruction instead of silver. Choose knowledge instead of choice gold. For wisdom is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. It is not good to have zeal without knowledge nor to be hasty and miss the way. The one who gets wisdom loves their own soul. The one who cherishes understanding prospers. Cast but a glance at riches and they are gone. For surely they will sprout wings and fly off to the sky like an eagle. Whoever trusts in their riches will fall, but righteousness will thrive like a green leaf. Wealth is worthless in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. A rich person may be wise in their own eyes, but a poor person who has discernment sees through them. Better a little with the fear of the Lord than great wealth with turmoil. Do not wear yourself out to get rich. Have the wisdom to show restraint. Wisdom is supreme, therefore get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. And then moving from Proverbs to 1 Corinthians, Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God. Amen. Amen. June, thank you very much indeed. Oh, I forgot my bag. Joy, I'm so sorry. I've been calling you June all, all service long. Joy. Oh, it's because it's the month of June. That's probably where I got muddled. Don't mind me, I'm just the vicar. <laughs> now, I want to give a few definitions as we look at Proverbs. And we're looking at Proverbs today, and we're going to look at Proverbs uh, in the first Sunday in July as well, as part of the wisdom literature that's contained in the Bible. We're looking at the Psalms over the rest of the um, uh, weeks in this term. And we might include Ecclesiastes and Job as part of this wisdom, body of wisdom literature. But here are the Proverbs or little sayings, um, little oracles. Uh, sometimes they're, they're kind of meant to be agitators, things that kind of poke us and provoke us with their stark contrasts. Not this, but that is a literary form that you often find in the Proverbs. And what I want to do is to look at, well, just two in particular that come up in these verses of wisdom and knowledge. They often go together. In fact, they're joined by their, since it's Trinity Sunday, let's make it a Trinity, with understanding. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and they go together and percolate through the book of Proverbs. And they are set against, well, a number of things, but I've picked out here 
the drawback, the dangers of pursuing wealth as opposed to, in contrast to, pursuing wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Let me give you a couple of definitions and then I'd love to see what I've got in this bag. Knowledge. I looked it up in my dictionary. It's assured belief. Certain belief or assured belief that I'll look to act on. And wisdom is the ability to make good use of knowledge. Knowledge is assured or certain belief. And wisdom is the ability to make good use of that knowledge. So you can see with those two definitions how wisdom and knowledge go together so often in the Bible and particularly in Proverbs. Wisdom and knowledge. Let's see what that looks like in practice. And I need a volunteer. Is that Amelia? Is that your hand there I can see? Would you like to come and help? Come on then. Up you come. Wonderful. I've noticed it. I've got that, James. Yeah. Here we go. I'd love to know what is in this grey bag. Can you work out how to undo it? Ah, oh, well done. Okay. What's inside there? Tell you what, just when you get to there, Amelia, just pause a minute. Can we have a drum roll? Just on your, on your laps. Okay, okay. Let's go. Okay. Ta-da! What's that? Another bag. Amelia, thank you very much. A quick hand to Amelia, please. Thank you. So, I need another volunteer. Come on in. Yes, up you come. Can you work out how to do it? That's it. Uh, drum roll again. It's another bag. A great hand for this young man here. Thank you very much. So I'm going to need another volunteer. My goodness me, who should I be? Charlie, come on. I saw your hand there. I favoured girls recently, so we've got, a, we've got a, a, a boy, more boys and girls. Okay, hang on. Charlie, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just hold on to it there. Hold it up. Hold it up. What's that? It's a tomato. Charlie, thank you very much indeed. Big hand. It's a tomato. A tomato? Like, where is the vicar going now? Knowledge is the fact that a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put a tomato in a fruit salad. I'll give you just a moment to think about that. 
Knowledge is certain belief, and wisdom is the ability to make good use of knowledge. Knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit, and wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. And the writer of the Proverbs, the writer of the Proverbs, thought to be King Solomon and one or two other wise people as well, probably in his council, uh, sayings gathered together and collected together in order to give us knowledge and wisdom in order that we might have understanding, a, a deep grasp, a deep perception of the reality of things. Our heads, our hearts, our whole bodies. In order that, there's another phrase in that, those verses there, and I'm going to give us just a few minutes to read them through and meditate on them. In order that we might have what's known as the fear of the Lord. That's not being scared of God. Actually, it's being so grateful of all that he gives us through our knowledge of him and our understanding of him that we might live wisely, that we dare not live in any other way. It's the fear, in a sense, of not living with the Lord. And it's not just this conceptual knowledge, understanding things we read on a sheet, because as that verse and many others in the New Testament we could have picked on demonstrates, God has become wisdom for us in order that we might, as it were, embrace him. Jesus, in dying on the cross and effecting the great exchange of giving his life for us that we might live his life in return. His life in us by his spirit, who points us to the Son and enables us to worship the Father. And that is how to live with true wisdom, with true knowledge, with real understanding. Wisdom is personal, so that we may read these little niggly oracles maybe, things that get us and provoke us. And we ask for Jesus' help to shed light and bring revelation in order that they make perfect sense to us as we live our lives in the 21st century. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Seek those things as opposed to the things of this world, the wealth that glitters and then so easily diffracts away. Well now, just in the moment of quiet that we have here, why don't we take those verses, and there are plenty of others, we might have chosen from Proverbs, but these ones, contrasting wisdom and knowledge and understanding against the materialism and the wealth of this world. Not that those are in and of themselves bad or evil, but when, they, when we set our heart on them, they can grip us. Just a moment or two to allow ourselves to be provoked, challenged by the wisdom of God and to thank him for his personal wisdom brought to us in Jesus.